You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikena Okeke and be blessed. Amen. Romans 1 verse 4. Romans 1 verse 4. Okay, Romans 1 from 1 to 4. Let me read it. It says, Paul, a bond servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God, which he promised before through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Concerning his son Jesus Christ the Lord, who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh. Verse 4, which is where I'm going. Let's read 4 together. And declared to be the son of God with power. And declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. From Sunday, we began to look at the promise or the prophecy of the resurrection. We also looked at the pattern of the resurrection and we concluded looking at the patience of resurrection. This evening, we want to look at the power of resurrection. Praise the Lord. It says in verse 4, declared to be the Son of God with power, with power according to the spirit of holiness. And we understand that our Lord Jesus Christ made announcement. You know, we refer to this and we can't emphasize it enough as we meditate on the events of the crucifixion and the resurrection. To his disciples, he told them, I will be killed, praise the Lord, I will be buried, and on the third day I will rise again. To his disciples. And then he said it even to his enemies. He said, destroy this temple, praise the Lord. And what? After three days, you will see it again. So he told his enemies, this is what I'm going to do. I don't know who else does that. You come and tell your enemies, this is what I'm going to do. You inform them in advance. They killed him. Praise the Lord. He was buried. They put a stone. The stone was their own invention. The soldiers was their own invention. And made sure that he won't come out. Praise the Lord. But what happened? Just as they said... The moment that day came, what happened? In fact, before the day finished unfolding, he was up and he was about. Why? Because the Bible says, declared to be the Son of God. What? Not with permission. Not with consensus. Are you with me? No, 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 no. Not by convenience. Not by popular demand. There was nobody in support of his resurrection. Not one person. His disciples were not in support. They were not praying for it. The women that came to the tomb were not coming for it. His enemies were not for it. There was nobody for it. But because of the spirit of holiness, because of the word of God that cannot lie, that resurrection took place. Every word of God concerning you will surely come to pass. In the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter the country you reside in. You know, some of us, Nigeria is like he's going to abort our dreams. But that country has not been born. That can abort the purposes of God in your life. If that country does not exist. The same way that condition did not exist. Declared to be the son of God. The spirit of God said tell them not by consensus. So some of the things the spirit of God is ministering to you. Will not have anybody agreeing with you. Not by popularity. It will not be popular. Not by unanimous decision. And no, in fact nobody will agree. Not even one person. 
But it says at that moment, what happened? He rose from the dead. That is what we are learning from the resurrection. That when God says it, (laughs) Satan will lose. He has lost and he will continue to lose. In the name of Jesus Christ. You see, it's a simple message I bring to us this evening. That the resurrection demonstrates to you and I the power that is available to us. That's why Ephesians 1, we can go to it now and read. Ephesians chapter 1, we see what the Apostle Paul prays for us Christians. From 19, from 19 he says, and what is, okay, let, let, let's get step a bit back so we get the perspective. 15, he says, therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the exceeding riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. 19, let's read 19 together. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according now now he's saying something here let's let's break it down he's telling us he's praying for you and i for the church that we will know the exceeding greatness of his power that is available to us who are believers the exceeding greatness of his power that we believers have that's what that place is saying and then he said this power are you with me he said this power is like this power is in the same measure. The word according is the same way you can use. In English, you can use according. In mathematics, you say equal. So this same power is equal towards the working of his mighty power. Now, let's read 20. It says, which he worked in Christ when he did what? When he raised him from the dead. Now, let's stop there. So it says the power that is available to me as a born again Christian is equal to the power that he used when he raised Jesus from the dead. Now which power did he raise Jesus from the dead? Jesus was dead dead. Praise the Lord. His enemies were awake awake. Praise the Lord. He had nobody backing him. I want you to get a perspective because this will change your life in the name of Jesus. There was nothing on his side. There was nothing that said possibility. There was nothing that said this thing can happen. But he said when that power comes, this is what the power did. He says, which worked in Christ, raising him from the dead. And what did he do? He took him from the dead and raised him and did what? Seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. And look at where he had to pass. Not only did he rise from the dead, he passed principalities. On the road, isn't it? He passed what? Powers. He passed what? All the mice. He passed dominion. And then we're learning and get connected. That as he was passing, he was snatching gifts from them. The Bible says he led captivity what? Captive. He took their gifts. He took their spoils. Everything they had, he took it. He made them, he made nonsense of them. He made them a public spectacle. They returned to their master and their master said, where is Jesus? We don't have, what of the ones you had before? They lost him and they lost his captives. Are you getting what I'm saying? It means that when this power works in you, you don't just come out surviving. You become more than what? A conqueror. That is what we have in Christ Jesus. He said this power is equal. 
This is what resurrection talks about. So when we celebrate Easter, you know, you know the, 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 the Lord Minister said, the resurrection revolutionized the apostles. It changed them completely. They had been with Jesus quite all right. They had been with him. Three years plus, they had been with him. He was raising the dead, he was doing all of that. But you see, the concept of from weakness, they had never known it. They had known his power. Praise the Lord. But to see that this man without his disciples, without any support, nothing. He was dead. And you see, this is where we have issues with our faith. A lot of us can believe God for a lot of things when we have a lot of things working for us. So we believe God for the completion. So I'm trusting God for the fruit of the womb. And as long as the doctors say it's possible, I believe God. I'm trusting God for a job. And as long as, you know, the indices look good, I believe it's possible. I'm trusting God for A, B, or so. And as long as A and B is in place, I'm trusting that God will do C. But where there is no A and there is no B. Now, I want you to know that the earth that God created where you live in has no foundations. The Bible says he suspended the earth. And this is before Nigel. This is before the scientists knew. This is at the time when scientists were thinking that the earth was flat and was standing somewhere. In the book of Job, they said he suspended the earth what? on nothing. Why will he not fulfill his promises to you on nothing? When the ground is on nothing. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This is the power of his resurrection. Jesus lay there dead. And another thing he said to point to us is this. When Jesus lay there, Jesus did not raise himself. That's, what we, that's, part, that's the beauty of what we learned on Sunday. I pray you got it. That we humble ourselves. And what does he do? He raises us. We do what? We humble ourselves. And what does he do? He raises us. When you read the passages of scripture, it says... And he was raised. Jesus did not raise himself. It was the faithfulness of God. And that is where you and I can rest. I may not be always faithful. But he remains faithful. If I put my confidence in him. Even though I fail. He cannot fail. God will not allow the story to end. That's the confidence I have concerning Nigeria. If Whether Christians are failed him. We have failed him. But God cannot fail. And the situation in Nigeria is not glorifying God. Are you getting what I'm saying? So God will do something. He will step in for his own name's sake. In the name of Jesus. Listen, the day God will say enough. Praise the Lord somebody. I said the day God will what? Say enough. It will just turn around like that. Let, let me show you a scripture that will just... Uh, so, so like I said, that, that's what all we have for today. The power of his resurrection. That power 2,000 years ago raised Jesus from the dead. That power is available for your marriage, sir. That power is available for your academics. That power is available for your sanctification like we learned last Wednesday. You see, this is what I'm saying. When Christians don't understand what we have, Christianity is not an apology religion. It's not something, no, we don't make apology. We place a demand. Elisha got to the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? He placed a demand. <laughs> Where's Tuski? I was telling my daughter today, I said, your God can provide shawarma. Can he heal headaches? I prayed for her some headache yesterday and she told me, daddy, he goes in the day. He come. I said, how, how big is, I'm not talking of your daddy, 
Can your dad, your God can, what can your God do? He can poof well in your car, be? But that same God, do you know the same God can make car run without well? Or better still, he can make you arrive faster than a car. Don't we have it re- recorded in the scripture? Doesn't he make the prophet run faster than a chariot? We limit our God because we don't know his power. Every time we think God, we put mathematics and we put God to finish. God help this panadol to work. God touch this man so that this man can bless me. God, God can make the man to hate you and still bless you. You see, Pharaoh did not repent concerning the Jews when he was raising Moses. As he was raising Moses, he still hated the Jews. But he was calling Moses my heir. They were feeding Moses. They were buying him uh, nappies. They were taking care of him. Yet he hated the Jews. The Hebrews. He ha- his hatred did not reduce. But because God is almighty. Do you know your scripture? Psalm 62 verse 11. Can you put it? It says, once hast thou spoken. Once, but I've not stopped hearing it. David probably heard it twice. I'm hearing it 77 times. Times seven times. I get what I'm saying. That power what belongs to God. That is an arm that no Christian should live his life without. You must arm yourself with the conviction that power, all power, all power, all power. Power to give you the means or to give you without the means. Praise the Lord. That is what resurrection. He said he, I, I ra- Jesus was raised from the dead without any capacity from him. He was dead. It was my faithfulness that reached out to him. It, you know, God, God was speaking to Pharaoh. Exodus 9, please put it on the screen. Exodus 9, um, we do from 13. Exodus 9.13 Exodus 9.13 He says says, says, The Lord said to Moses Rise early in the morning He said rise early in the morning And stand before Pharaoh and say to him Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews Let my people go that they may serve me He says for this time I'll send all my plagues to your very heart And on your servants and on your people That you may know that there is none like me in all the earth Now 15 15 says, this is, you know, God sometimes says things so that we can capture his heart. He said, now, if I stretch out my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, then you would have been cut off from the earth. Read 16, 16 for me. He said, but indeed for what? This purpose I have what? Raised you up. So, the, the fact that you're still standing, you know, the Bible, the, 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 the song and the Bible says, um... For thou, Lord, are worthy to receive, or for you have created all things, and for what? Your pleasure they are, and what? Where he's saying to Pharaoh, you're resisting me, because I allowed you, I created you, I'm upholding your resistance. He said, but indeed for this purpose I've raised you up, that I may show my what? Power in you. <laughs> what happened at the end of the day? Pharaoh became fish meat. That's what he did with him. Now, now, can, can, can we do the living Bible of verse 15? Let, let, let's just see how this is. Living Bible of verse 15. Read it for me, everybody. 
<laughs> Are you seeing God now? God was saying, oh no, I would have just, do you understand? You see, you, you have this such, this understanding is what is expected to back your Christianity. When that boss is threatening, when that man is threatening and saying, I will do this, I'll do this. When you look at him, you smile. Because you know that if not for the divine agenda and the mercy of God and all of that, he could kill this man now. God said to, to Moses, I could have killed Pharaoh now. No, I could have just killed every, all of you. They, not even just me. I could have killed you all. There won't be any Egyptian. That's, that's how great it is. But, but it says, I want to walk in a particular way. So when you and I find resistance, it is not the magnitude of the resistance. It is the magnitude of God's mercy that is allowing those things to be able to resist. Let, 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 let's see something. You know, the word power, the, the word power, if you check your dictionary, it says a lot of things. It talks about ability, it talks about capacity, it talks about authority to act, it talks about control and influence. And all of them have their own positions, like the, the word authority to act is what we capture in Romans 1.16. Can you please put it for us? Where it says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto what? Salvation for everyone who believes. So the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only authorized means of what? Salvation. That's what the scripture is saying. There is no other way a man can be saved. Not by climbing a mountain, not by fasting seven days, not by giving money to church, not by anything. The only way you can be saved is what? By believing the gospel. So by this power here, it's saying that the gospel is the only authorized agency. By which salvation can come. Praise the Lord. That is it. There is no other way. It, it doesn't come by politicking. It doesn't come any other means. Okay. So for those of us that you know have sympathy for our Muslim friends and all of that. Unless they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And surrender to him as Lord and Savior. There is no other way. You can celebrate. Uh, you can wish them happy Omar. Happy Onah. What's that, what's that thing called? It, it can't help them. The, the gospel of Jesus Christ, what? Is the authority of God. And what is the gospel of Jesus Christ? He came into this world, what? To die for God so loved the world that he did what he gave his only begotten that Whosoever. Not Christians, not any Whosoever. The truth is that the announcement is made to all of creation. If you respond, you become saved. Now, whether you call yourself a Christian or whatever, that's another name. But if you don't believe Jesus, you have missed the only authority by which salvation can come. Is someone with me? So that's what it represents. But there's another dimension of power, which is what we're looking at today, which is just, you know, captures what we're talking. It is force. Power. Talks about what? Force. That, that is what makes somebody, you know, a, a small boy, you know, on in now, okay, let, let me not use you. Okay. But, you know, make somebody, you, you are going with your briefcase. You worked for your money. Then one small boy will just come and say, give me briefcase. Meaning what? Do you understand what I'm saying? He said, give it to me. He said, meaning what? I will slap you. Then he will show you something. And then I will say, say, don't, don't, don't sir, sir. You see, you, you're not, he's not sir. Do you understand? 
what has happened now is what? That he has what? Force that is superior to what you have. And immediately what do you do? You agree to his terms. Power talks about force. That is what it talks about when he talks about the power of his resurrection. The enemy did not agree. Do you understand what I'm saying? The enemy did not consent. They would never have. That's why the Bible begins to tell you and I that that is the same power that is available to you and I. So some of us have come into the faith and they, they say they are generational habits. Not curses. They are generational disobediences that lead us you know, into curses. That makes us behave in a particular way. And you say, my father did this. My great-grandfather did that. Yes, you cannot on your own come out of it. But when you apply the force of the resurrection, it breaks down that whole thing immediately. Why? Because the power of resurrection does not take permission. It doesn't negotiate. It doesn't say, well... You know, this thing has been long in the family. Well, um, I, we understand that uh, you're living in this part of the city. It have no. It is it is force. Do you understand? It is force. It breaks it. Dynamo. It shatters it. That that is what they use. Dynamite is what they use to blast through rocks and build roads through hills and mountains. There was no road there, but when you apply that force, all of a sudden. The things that we are blocking do what? They make way. That is what we have in the gospel. That is what you and I are armed with. And that's why the apostle Paul says, I'm praying for you. Praise the Lord. And I pray you pray for yourself as well. That Lord help me to know the exceeding greatness. This is what he did. Bible scholars will tell us that the words he used there are some hyper passages. You may know it. You know you're a Greek. Should we give you my so you give us the hyper and the, you know. The exceeding greatness, power is enough to indicate what he's talking about. But because power is measured by men, he says this power is great. I understand. And then he says this power has an exceeding greatness. It is telling you that nothing should be impossible for you. It is saying to you and I that no purpose of God... No will of God, no counsel of God should be impossible for us. Why? Because the power that raised Jesus from the dead is available. If you look at that verse 19, Ephesians 1.19, and we take the um, easy to read version, just a simple difference that he did there in verse 20 now. Just something simple, verse 20. The easy to read version, instead of saying which he walked, which he walked in Christ, said which he used. That caught my attention. So the same power he used when he raised Christ, he can use it for me. Are you getting what I'm saying? He can use it for me. Somebody's fighting against a particular temptation. You say your own is sexual sins. He can use that same power. And all of a sudden, where you used to fall, you stand. And you're not just standing, you stand gloriously. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your own is that you can't control yourself. You still, he can use that same force. Now, who can say you will not be able to stand? Who can say that? Amplify, the full amplifier say, which he exerted. So the same power is available. Now, all this is very important for us because uh, as we have said there, yeah, the scriptures, the Bible is, is one. 
The word of God is one. And you begin to see how this whole thing unfolds. In John 17, 3, our Lord Jesus Christ said that this is what? Eternal life that what? We may know you the only true God. The knowledge of God will permeate and touch any area, anyhow you want to look at the word of God. The knowledge of God will come over it, will come to it. The resurrection, like we looked on Sunday, and we're saying Jesus stayed one day, second day, and then was raised on the third day. And you begin to uh, think about it and analyze it. If assuming like many of us as humans, we're in that position. And I've agreed, okay, I've agreed to die. Praise the Lord. But why should I, if I'm dead, they raise me. Praise the Lord. Why, why wait all that time? Because the more you wait, the more you are in a bad situation, what is the likelihood? Anybody? The more difficult. Hey now. People have a saying, they say you begin in the morning, what? To pursue the black, to search for the black goat. Because night comes when, when it will be difficult to see. So, God, you want to bless me. Bless me now. God, you want to heal me now. God, you want to, do you understand? But, but he said, he said, the reason we are afraid that time will pass and it will become more difficult is because we don't know omnipotence. How many of us have, you know, okay, you have DSTV now, okay? You know, a few years ago, when you're watching DSTV and they score a goal and you miss it, you have missed it until they do the replay of the match. And then you can even miss that one. And then you miss it again. And you're just hearing, so anytime you're coming, they have missed it. But now when you come, you take the remote control. Wherever you miss, you press. You're waiting. It will go back. Isn't it? You can play that goal seven times and watch it. I get what I'm saying. Why? You now have the power of rewind. When omnipotence comes into a situation, it can rewind. It can rewind. It can take everything back. He says, I will restore to you the years that the canker won. Some of us are wondering, God, I used to, this happened and that happened. God is a restorer. He took Joseph in one day restored to him all the labors not only that he had labored in Potiphar's house but labors that his generation will never pay for and put him in a place of authority that the Egyptians couldn't get to why because he's omnipotent you see when you begin to understand the power of God the wisdom of God and the location of God omnipresence let me tell you a bit about omnipresence omnipresence we've said it here if, I'm omni- if something is omnipresent, it means now, as you're here now, he's in your house. Isn't it? He's outside, okay? He's in um, Asurok. He's everywhere. He's, he's in Buhari. Buhari still in London. He's there. You know, he's everywhere. Omnipresent. But there's another dimension of omnipresence that we often forget. Omnipresence means he's also there tomorrow. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He's also in the future. So, whereas you are afraid what will happen in the future, God is not afraid. He's has seen the future. He's there. He's not panicking. He dwells in an eternal now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. 
That, that, that's why Jesus will say to the disciples, I mean, it, it's not easy. He said he, he was sleeping in the boat and the water was filling the boat. And they said, Master, we are perishing. Is it a lie? What sinks boat? Water now. If water enters the boat, you know, it will sink because water in the boat, water then the boat. But Jesus got up because he was what? Omnipresent. And he could see that they were already on the other side. He was there ministering to the madman of gathering. That's why he got up and said to them, why are you of little faith? Why? Because we are you people are stuck in the middle of the sea. I have already ministered to a madman on the other side. That's omnipresence. So when you deal with God, hold yourself sometimes. Huh? God, God, you know, you know, you know, he knows. God, you don't understand this, this. Is, he understands. He has seen it. And because he knows he has handled it, he can say to you, peace be still. He can say to somebody, be still and know that I'm God. That's what he's saying. That's what the resurrection. Jesus lay there. First day. Second day. Third day. Almost similar to what our Lord Jesus Christ did with uh, um, his friend, Lazarus. Lazarus is dead. And he said to them, let's wait a while. Or rather, Lazarus is saying, let's wait a while. He dies. He delays. When he comes, they say, ah, master, if you had been here. He was laughing because he was there. And he's there. God is saying to somebody, I'm there. Praise the Lord. I'm with you. I've heard everything. I've seen everything. I know everything. And I'm not changing my word. My word will come to pass. It is such fun to see, such fun to see Jesus win. He always wins. I said he always wins. He always wins. You know, so, so, so we find this and, and, and uh, Matthew twenty two twenty nine. 29, we, we just read it for emphasis. It said, our Lord Jesus responding to the Sadducees when they threw up to him, what was to them the question that will knock God off his seat? This is the answer he gave him. And this answer applies to every problem you and I have as believers. What does it say? Jesus answered and said to them what? You are mistaken. Not knowing what? One, the scriptures. Two, the power of God. That combination. Sometimes we know the scriptures, we don't know the power of God. Sometimes we know the power of God, we don't know the scriptures. And that's why we learn and balance things. So when we learn the pattern, we are talking about the scripture. Some people know the power, but they don't know the pattern. And it brings frustration and it leads them into the occult. Because the devil can give you power without pattern. Why? Because he wants you to fail at the end. That's why you can go to somebody and, you know, tell the person, well, I, I, I just, I don't care what you do. I just need to make money. And they'll give you money. You know why? The power can give you money, but the pattern can give you life. If the power gives you money, your life has been exchanged for it. It's the same thing in everything that men look for. But when you come to God, the two must go together. Do you know that after Lord Jesus Christ's resurrection, what the disciples, the Bible begins to record that the disciples now believed the scriptures. So the whole demonstration was not to lead them away. It was to make them to anchor. 
Anything, anybody that excites you and excites you and you begin to follow him, you're in danger. Every teaching should take you back to scripture. Every prophecy should take you back to scripture. Every demonstration of the spirit working must take you back to scripture. You know why? Scripture is safety. Even Jesus, whatever he did, he will put it back to scripture. But once you miss scripture, you're in danger. So he said, you, these two things, if you have them, you will not make mistakes. The scriptures and the power of God. If you know the scriptures and you don't know the power, you will be overwhelmed. You will think there is no hope. You will faint. Because you know this is what the word of God says. But you, you keep saying, how can it be? But when you know the power, you know that this is what he says and he has the power word to fulfill it. That was where Zechariah missed it and that was where uh, uh, Mary got it. The scriptures and the power. So the, 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 the uh, record of the resurrection that we're looking is showing us all of it. So we see the prophecy and we see that every prophecy of God will come to fulfillment. We see the pattern. So along the line, it's not that the power does not abort the pattern. Mm -mm. Praise the Lord. The power does not. What activates the power is the pattern. So I allow myself. I follow with the pattern. Uh, uh, Peter, Peter, the the, the apostle, the you know very forward and uh, energetic apostle. When they came to, you know, arrest Jesus, you know, he intervened. What did Jesus say to him? He said, no, you don't do this. Shall I not drink of the cup which my father has what? Prepared for me. I must go through it. It's the pattern. But did he mean I'm abandoned? No. So some of us are going through and it's a pattern. But tonight we are learning the power. So it gives us assurance. It gives us confidence. Praise the Lord. In the Old Testament, we have an account. Okay, we have a bit of time. Come with me to Daniel Daniel chapter 6. And you see that this is replicated. You know, we we can't sing this enough here in the church. This is what you have in the Bible everywhere. It just keeps happening. Daniel chapter 6. The the Bible tells us about the plot against Daniel. Okay? And and what was it they, they said? No man should pray to any God. For 30 days. How many days again? 30 days, Abby. Only to Darius. <laughs> okay. Now, what does the scripture say? Thou shalt what? Serve the Lord thy God. Love the Lord thy God. With all your heart, with all thy soul. Okay. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Isn't that what the scripture says? Now, if you're in such a situation, knowing the scriptures, what does he immediately declare to you? That is not a negotiable position you can negotiate it i will not serve any other god i will not pray to any other god okay and i will love the lord my god with all my heart so daniel processed the whole thing and the scripture said ignore the decree keep to it and that is where the place of holiness for the child of god comes in the bible says be ye holy for what your father is holy that's scripture praise the lord Now, in the process of that, there will be challenges. There will be difficulties. Now, you can go to the other side and ask for what? Power to help you. Anyway, let's continue with Daniel. So, so Daniel knew what this this is the situation. 
They've written the decree, but this is what the scripture says. So Daniel, without knowing what may happen, the Bible says he went to his house, and as his custom was, he opened his windows and prayed in the same manner. Now, what did that do? It got him into trouble. They said, Daniel, this is the decree. The king was regretting it. But they had to throw him into the lion's den. And they threw him into the lion's den. Incidentally, he had somebody in support of him. He was the king. The Bible says the king fasted. The king had no entertainment that night. And was waiting. And was eager to know what would be the outcome. Because he seriously loved Daniel. Now, in the morning, when he got up, what had happened? Daniel was there playing with the lions. You know why? Because the power will always back up those who obey the scriptures. The power will always back up those who obey the scriptures. That is the combination. It will always back up. It may take time. Like Josephson. Josephson was not the next morning. It took time. But it was back up. Now, at the end of that story, you know what happened? Darius himself issued a decree. Boasting about God, uh, Daniel's God. That's what we're looking for in Nigeria. And that's what we're missing. The unsaved have not seen a people who are faithful to the scriptures and to the power. A lot of Christians want the power to work for them, but they're not submitting to the scriptures. And then some that are submitting to the scriptures are not de- placing a demand on the power. You can get into that office very early or late in the night or even under your breath and take decrees and bind some spirits there and release angels and things will be happening. Let's rise on our feet. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you for the power of resurrection. So the apostle Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. That's where we want to get it. So that as, as I walk around saying I'm a Christian, I'm not an empty Christian. I'm not a powerless Christian. I'm not a spineless Christian. I'm not a Christian that, you know, cockroaches can play with. No, I carry power and it's not private power. It is power from on high. That's why Lord Jesus said to the disciples, he said, tarry, wait until you're endued with power from on high. This evening, we are thanking the Lord for the power. Let's begin to thank him. That we are not sent out alone. We are not asked to go and do this thing without power, without support, without grace. The Lord has enabled us. He has laid the means, he has made that means available for us. He has made it clear that I will back you up. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. No Christian is ever abandoned. Just like Daniel, he was not abandoned in the last day. God went in there with him and reminded the lions that this man is my own. And the lion said, Daddy, you're my our maker. He is your own. We will play with him. Today, I want us to thank the Lord that we do not belong to a religion where there is emptiness. No, there is power. There is power. There is force behind it. There is force behind it. It makes demons respond. You command them, they have to go. You bind them, they have to cease the operations. You call upon the help of the Holy Spirit. He comes to help you. 
He teaches you all things. He brings to your remembrance all things. He enables you. He makes a way where there is no way. That's where we belong. That is to whom we belong. We are on Jesus' side. He has run the race. And he has finished it. And he has left power. He has made power available. The omnipotence of God. The omniscience of God. The omnipresence of God is available for you and I. As we run this race. And it makes us more, more than conquerors. It assures us of victory. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Begin to ask him, Lord, I want to know the scriptures. I want to know the power of God. I don't want to make mistakes again. Lord, in every area of my life, I'm asking, let me have understanding of the scriptures. And let me have appreciation of the power of God. Oh, Lord, my God. You said I make mistakes when I don't know the scriptures, not the power. Tonight I'm coming, O Lord, and say, open my eyes that I might behold wondrous things, O Lord, from your word. As I study your word, as I meditate on the scriptures, let me have direction. Let me have leading. Let me be led of your spirit and let your power back me up. In the name of Jesus Christ. I I want us to pray from Luke chapter 9 verse 1. In particular, Luke 9 verse 1. This was before his death and resurrection, but it captures what we are talking about. It says, our Lord Jesus now called his 12 disciples together and did what? He gave them power and authority. I like that. He gave them what? Power and authority. Over how many? All demons. And to cure diseases. He said, I empower you. You don't have to negotiate with terrorists. You don't have to negotiate with demons. You don't have to negotiate with some situations. You decree and then it will be established. You speak and it goes. Situations can change. What, what institutions can readjust? They can reconsider matters. They have said no. He says, I give you authority. I want you to pray to the Lord. Lord, let it be unto me according to your word. Let me work, oh Lord, in the experience of what your word says. I want prayer to the Lord. Ask the Lord, Lord, help me. Let this word be operative in my life. And if you are sick in the body, I want you to receive that healing now. Because the word of God says you have authority over disease. You have authority over diseases. Not just in another person's life, but in your own body. Masule kaposhe kalada ze lege degere bado sanda zela kalato salaka teke legere bado sanda ganda. And if there is a difficulty, some door that has been shut against you, some situation that you are confronting, then let the power of God avail for you. Let the anointing of the Lord that breaks you let it come, let it come, let it work, let it work. Masula kalegere banda. And maybe you're under some habit, under something that you have struggled with today, today, tonight, this evening. That we're asking that the power equal to the power that raised Jesus from the dead will clear that obstacle, will remove that hindrance. All of a sudden, you will experience the liberty, the glorious liberty of the sons of God. You will see that the chains have been broken. And the captive is free. You are no longer a captive. Jesus has set you free. Masula 
Makosa kalege de gede bababa soka lagarabanda. Take it, for he has given it to you. Masola garabando sondo. The Bible says, since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has been preached, and the violent are taking it by force. Masola kalege de banda. Everything that the word of God says, I say, it becomes applicable. It becomes applicable. It becomes applicable. I'm anointed with the Holy Ghost. I'm a beneficiary of the death and resurrection of my Lord and Savior Jesus. I'm a witness to his resurrection. Yes, I'm not pointing to somewhere. I'm pointing to my life. I'm pointing to my situation. I am a witness. I need you to cast down that imagination that this does not apply to you. That power applies to you. That power is available to you. This is part of the hope. The Apostle Paul says, I pray for the, that you might know the hope of his calling. Part of his calling is that you might know that you are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God prepared beforehand that he should walk in it. There is power available to you, sir. There is power available to you in that office. You may not be the highest in grade, but you can be the highest in power. Masale kerebago je kalababa sota kanda ganda. Oh je le kerebago je kabababa losa kanda gande. Basoka le kerebaba zolaka kaka kala koto kala gada bozondo. Lord, I receive insight. I don't know what it is you need, but power. Help from above. 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 Masole kalazo gale geribanda bo shinda garabanda. Zola kalagarabo sheka kalosa karabondo zanda. Mantele ge de geribabo je galazo gole geribaba. Sola kalagale geribado sakata soto. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, my Savior. Thank you, Redeemer. Thank you, Healer. Thank you, Waymaker. Thank you, Miracle Worker. Lord, we worship you. 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 Authority and power. Authority and power has been given to you, sir. Has been given to you. Young man, it has no respect of age. You walk in it. David was a young boy. He brought down a giant. He was walking with authority. He was walking with power. Lord we worship you Lord we bless you Lord we bless you Lord we bless you Lord we bless you in the name of Jesus you see the Lord will remind you of this prayer soon
You'll be in a situation where you'll almost forget, but you remember the power that is available to you, equal to the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Father, we give you praise. Blessed be your name, O Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158404. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.com. God bless you.